This episode of the Tennis Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone or join the SGPN group and Sleeper automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And welcome to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for Friday, July 8th. I'm your host, Scott Reichel, joined by my co-host, Sam Jacob. And we got a lot to go through. Starting off, Sam, how's it going with you? How's your betting day? Uh, I can't complain. I mean, you only got one match, though. You got Djokovic, but when you see him down a set, you know, your, your eyes light up at that point. So were you thrilled when a minus 1,800 favorite was minus 300 after one set and you just knew Djokovic was going to kill him anyway? You got to love it. That's when you take it. You take it immediately when you see just like that, a jump from 1,800 to 300. You can take a spread so you don't have to lay that much money, but you just know he puts on the hat, you know, you know something's going to happen. Yeah, definitely true. I think that uh, it was definitely intimidating for Nori to see Djokovic with a hat, and I don't think he knew what exactly was going on. But we do have some breaking news here because since this is one of the first episodes of the show, we did forget something on the checklist for podcasts. We never had a guest. Until now, and we got somebody. We ha- we are joined by ESPN's own Stone Lobanowitz, the co-host of the Ken Lavica Live podcast. And welcoming now, Stone. Thanks for coming on. How's it going? Absolutely, I'm uh, super excited to be doing this with you guys. I think this Wimbledon's been very interesting, especially from a gambling perspective. But Glad. I know you guys are, I don't know, four or five episodes in. I'm glad I could get in this early and uh, we could get this going. Yeah, you're the first ever guest that we've had. So you can either take a victory lap or thank the Academy or do what you want to do. Well, let's have a good, let's have a good uh, Wimbledon final. Let's have a good weekend. And uh, maybe then I'll take the victory lap. Uh, sir, it's finals because we got but, we got two matches to go through. You know, uh, I wasn't excluding the women like that. I, I know it's tomorrow. I'm good. I got it. Okay, just making sure. But oh, no. either way, Stone, how's your tournament going? Has there been anything that has really jumped off the page for you in terms of either value or just bets in general? Uh, I don't think anything's really jumped off the page. I've been lucky enough to ride. Actually, the people who are in the finals all the way here. They really didn't know what to do with Alina Rybakina um, earlier in the tournament, and she's faced some tough opponents, and we got a lot of value in her match yesterday with Simona. But I've rode Djokovic here anytime he's come into weird lulls and drop sets. A lot of his set spreads following him dropping a set, I've been all over. So I rode the big dogs here, but I found a way to squeeze some 110s or maybe some, even some plus money. Um, out of them. So it's been good to me. I did have Novak in straights this morning, which is pretty annoying because like Sam said, after he dropped that first and threw on the hat, you knew it was wraps from right there, but I had him getting it done in three, but it's fine. Yeah. Well, either way, I mean, as long as the tournament itself has been profitable, you can handle one bet that didn't work out because all the other ones have. So that's definitely is nice, but I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to having you on because of the 
Stone Cold Locks at the end of the show, which we're looking forward to. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and have a word from our sponsor. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 on sports or casino before July 31st, and you get entered for a shot to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Plus, you have a chance to party with DJ Diesel. If you bet $100 on NBA or casino, you are entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, who is Shaq, of course, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. Plus, if you also bet $100 from Thursday to Sunday on the U.S. Open, you will earn an entry into a prize drawing where the winner and a guest will receive a complimentary round of golf at Wynn Golf Club and a two-night stay at Wynn Las Vegas. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I personally use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now there's a new way to make money on there with their new over-under game. It's very simple. First in any sport, pick two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, the number of points in a basketball game or the hits in a baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. The main reason why I'm excited about the over-under contest is because of the fact that it's the only app where you can join your buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. So before we went on break, we previewed briefly how the betting went for Friday, but now it's time to transition and talk about the finals. That's right. We're all the way here, and we're going to start off on the women's side for Saturday morning. You have Rybakina, kind of a surprise to be in the final against Jabour. Jabour, I don't think many people are surprised by based on how good she's been on grass and how she's a top five player in the world. Jabour, based on the based on the lines right now, is around minus 150 on the money line. Rybakina plus 125 the other way. Stone, I'm going to start with you. Uh, you have any thoughts on this match and how you think it's going to play out? Yeah, I'm super excited. Both of these girls looking for their first major win, their first you know trophy hoist. So that's super exciting. I do find it ironic what's going on with Rybakina being born and raised in Moscow, currently living in Moscow, if I'm not mistaken. But you know she's serving for Kazakhstan. But uh, that's my favorite part about all this. One of the British royalty having to hand over a trophy to a Russian after banning Russian and Belarusian players. I think that's funny. But I see a really tight match. Two opposite styles mm-hmm. of play. One wants to serve in just bash and end points early 
And Ons, on the other hand, has such variety that who's going to prepare better, crack the film, get coached correctly, because if one of them lets the other handle them with their strength, it'll be over in two, but I don't see it happen like that. But I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's really a battle of styles. Jabor is a bit of, th of a throwback, an extreme finesse-type player, bunch of drop shots, bunch of slices. It's like a flashback to Borg, if you want to go way back in the day for grass. For sure. But it's been solid, and it's been working for... It has not been as, I'd say, easy as we thought it was going to be throughout the entire tournament because Jabor was cruising early on, and then she's had a couple of hiccups over the last two matches, ended up dropping a set to Buskova, and then dropped the set to Maria, and ended up, of course, dominating in the third set, 6-1 both times to advance to the finals. Sam, what about you? Is there any bets or any thoughts you have on the match? Uh, yeah, just like Stone said, these are very opposite style of players. So I think it's really going to be a mentality game. You know, if Jabor sees a bunch of these big shots being thrown at her and she can't even get to it, will her mentality break there? Or will it be the opposite way that Jabor is hitting drop shots from the service line and Rabakina can't even get to it and can't hit her shots? So is she going to break? I think it's really going to be a game of wits when it comes down to the actual match itself. Uh, when it comes to the bets, uh, they're so evenly matched that I, I got to go with the over here. Uh, I think it's it's a 22 and a half I saw. I could easily see this going three sets. I could see it even going to a tie break one set. You just need a tie break 6-4. Uh, so if it goes either one of those, you're going to catch the over. Well, I'm going to ask, yeah. since I do see a couple of over numbers, uh, alternatives are available. You have 21 and a half at minus 120 and 22 and a half at even money. Any preference on either one? Uh, I mean, you have a, you have a shot close. at the 7564, or you, you get the 7664 if we're going two sets. Obviously, if it goes three sets, you're more than likely going to hit it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, personally, I'd probably go with the even money, but. That was, that was also the other alternative, which you just said. If you want to take over two and a half sets and assuming this goes the distance, you can get that at around plus 140, which I think has some value to it. But for the match itself, I know that we're saying it's going to go length. Do you think that Jabor is going to pull it off, or do you think that Rybikin is going to continue? I can't really call it a Cinderella run, but a surprising run, so to speak. Stone, I'll start with you. Who do you think actually pulls out and wins the trophy? Like we've said, all of us, it's going to be really tight. Yeah. But I find it also interesting. I mentioned a few of the political things with Rybakina, but Anj Burr, on the other hand, from Tanzania, I mean, there's so much rioting for her and her country. And I know that sounds funny because every tennis player in a major is really supporting and repping their country. But with Anj, she's the first African woman to ever get, even get into the top 50. It's a whole continent know. that she's representing right now. It's a whole continent that she's representing. That's never done what she's been able to do. She sits at two in the world right now. First final um, appearance in a major. I think Anz can do it. I think just like Sam said, I don't think this goes anywhere near under. I think this yeah. one goes over, even for a casual better. I think this is somewhat of a tennis match that can reel you in based off of a free bet. I feel like over 22, if it's at 110, over 20 and a half, I saw earlier today at like minus 160. If you want to take anything from the top and just parlay it and get it down to even money, 
if you're not a tennis better, this one's going to reel you in. This isn't over. This one's going to be three sets. Now, who is going to squeak it out? I think Ons can do it. I think Ons has the tools. She's one of the best returners in the game. And if she can get back some of Rybakina's second serves and get into those service games early, a few love 30s, throw a drop shot in there and get the crowd going, she can steal this thing in three. But I see it going over, man. Well, I was going to say, since you do think Jabor finds a way to pull it out, would you prefer to take the minus 150 or do you prefer to take her to win in three sets at plus 330? Because plus 330 for a match that we think is going to be very competitive does sound quite appealing. Yeah, I think you can stake low on both sides. I think you can take Rybakina to win in three, which I'm sure is at five or higher. It's four to one. On, yeah, four. Four to one. And then, uh, and then Anstro Burr at, at three to one. That's an awesome play, especially for a casual who likes to stake low. You're not going to lose any money. I love the plus 300. I do hate how you're giving away my plus money play, though, early. I mean, I hate that, but, but well, that's you fine. Have, you didn't have to say what it is. You know, the thing about doing a magic trick is people can know how it's done. You still just don't reveal it until the end. That's kind of on you. Absolutely. You're right. It is on me, but you, you said my favorite play that I was hiding in my back pocket. But, man, this one's going three. So, stake low, take either side, take ons, triple stack it, however you want to do it. This is going to be a fun, very easy bet, I think, for all of us. Yeah, I definitely think we're on the same page when it comes to evaluating this match. I think if you were going to take a money line, I don't mind the argument on Rybakina at plus 125 because you're basically flipping a coin. So if you're going to give me plus money on a coin flip, I think that makes a lot of sense. But I do think that if you want to play either person to win this actual match, take him in three because I do think you're going to see a battle. But I think we all agree this should be a war. And I'm not sure if we can say the same about the other final happening the day after, which is going to be the Sunday final between Djokovic and Kyrgios. We might say the same thing. We'll see. But to go through the actual betting lines there, Djokovic is a pretty decent favorite. You know, who would have thought? I'm shocked. No, just kidding. But Djokovic is about minus 425 to win his, I don't know, 15th Wimbledon in a row at this point. And you have Kyrgios, who's in his first Grand Slam final. He had the, of course, walkthrough over... Uh, Nadal, who ended up coming back to beat Fritz, but of course had the abdomen tear and decided he was not able to play. So Kyrgios ended up passing through to his first major final, also made a cool $654,000 with that walkthrough advancing to the final. Nice day's work there. But Djokovic, of course, has, you know, been here time and time again. Kyrgios has not, but Kyrgios is 2-0 and in the head-to-head, and he's actually never dropped a set. You've had a couple of competitive sets, but Stone, we'll start with you. First of all, do you think Djokovic gets it done? Do you think Kyrgios finds a way and really just turns the tennis world upside down? Or do you think it's going to somewhat meet in the middle, but you have some thoughts on the actual match? I wouldn't be mad if Nick Kyrgios flipped the tennis world upside down, and I don't think your casual viewer would either because it's going to be really entertaining. I think Sam this would be match, mad, but we'll get to that in a second. I'd be pissed. Oh, I, I, can't, I, can't <laughs> wait, I can't wait to hear that. But I think, just like I mentioned with last match, what a tennis weekend we have, what a couple of finals, because please, if you don't watch tennis or bet on tennis and you're listening to this podcast right now, do everything you can. Clear your schedule on Sunday because this place is going to be packed to the brim. The crowd is going to have no idea what they're doing early on in this match before they start reading those players' body languages and realize who they like more and who they want to hate and who they want to go against because that's what we're going to see. A lot of quietness, but it's going to get rowdy. Now, where I see the match going, 
similar to a Rybakina and Ons, where let's see if Rybakina can stay patient and take the variance of Ons Jobert's game and wait to put away shots. I don't see Kyrgios doing that with Djokovic. I see him wanting to end points early, like I hope and can see Rybakina doing, executing that at least. I don't see Kyrgios executing his cross-court winners. I think Novak is going to get in his head and show a bunch of variants. Nick stays around a little early on, but I think ultimately Novak's going to unlock his head, crawl in there, and just start craning it like Plankton. I, that's how I see it. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. If Nick wants to serve the way he has been all tournament, fine, we're going to have a match. But he has to stay ahead in service games or else he's doomed. And Novak is one of the best guys at breaking service right behind Rafa on tour, the tour's ever seen. So I don't know. I like Novak, and I think Vegas respects it the same way I do. Yeah, I think that if you're going to take Djokovic, you'd probably be better off taking him potentially in four or five. I do think Kyrgios will probably win a set in this one because just the serving alone, I do think he should be able to get deep into some of these actual sets. Djokovic, though, had three of the best serving sets of his entire career against Nori in the last round because Nori, I don't even know the numbers. I'm pretty sure he had like 11 return points in the final three sets combined, which was wow. just disgusting. Yeah, Djokovic was unbelievable after that first set when it came Sam, to serving. Sam, but, it must have been the hat, right? It was the hat. I mean, you see the hat, and you know something. Something's going on here. This is this match is about to change. <laughs> well, Sam, what are your thoughts on the match? I know you're rooting for Djokovic. Uh, I know you had a bet on Djokovic to reach the final, so you're off the hook right now. Uh, so you actually ended up cashing your bet there. Are you go- are you going to make any plays on the final? If so, how are you going to go about it? Because I know you're definitely not taking Kyrgios. So how would you try to extract <laughs> value from Djokovic at minus four twenty five? Uh, like you said, the stress is off my back. I got to the final. We're here. I'm ca- I cashed it. But just to give a little background, we've talked about the drama in the past between Kyrgios and these veterans like Nadal and how you know they go back and forth. But so very surprisingly, with completely different personalities, Novak and, and Kyrgios are actually kind of buddies. Yeah, they get along. Uh, when, when, when Djokovic was having problems in Australia and they're talking about deportation, Kyrgios actually had his back and was, uh, you know, supporting him this whole time. And it, Kyrgios has come out saying that there's a little bit of a bromance there. I mean, I was kind of mind blown hearing such, such a thing. I mean, you got to kind of take Kyrgios with a grain of salt because anything he says could be, you know, true or false. Oh no, Djokovic in the, Djokovic in the presser, uh, I believe it was Thursday was kind towards Kyrgios and, Maybe it's because Nadal hates them both. So maybe that's why they have kind of some mutual ground. But, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Uh, either way, it's, it's kind of cool. Now, of course, you know, you could be friends and still have your classic shenanigans. I think we're all expecting at some point in this match, Kyrgios to blow up towards the chair rump. I mean, it's kind of his thing. But Sam, once again, for the actual match itself, I'm assuming you are picking Djokovic to win. How are you going to go about trying to find value? Because... Laying 425 isn't exactly what people had in mind, you know? Yeah, well, I know you would love me to say, well, I would love to say myself, Djokovic 3 nothing, no problem. Have a nice day. Six zero six zero six zero. Wash your hands. See you later. <laughs> but I actually don't think that's what's actually going to happen here. Uh, we've seen Djokovic in the set, uh, in the past drop sets. And in the final, 
he's dropped the set after that. He's dropped the set in those matches also. You go back uh, last year to Wimbledon where he's dropping sets, dropped the set to Berrettini, or you go back to uh, Roland Garros last year and went five with Tsitsipas. I do think Kyrgios can win a set in this match. I think that it, uh, instead of this today where there was no tiebreakers, I think there could be a tiebreaker. Kyrgios can sneak out one out of there or he's going to sneak one out somewhere. Uh, so uh, I think... I think I like both of them to win a set. That's that's what my play is going to be. But uh, I don't think Djokovic is going to have the easiest of times. He might have to drink some of the special potion and he'll get there. But uh, I think they will, will both at some point win a set. Yeah, I think we're on the same page there. I'm looking at either both players who win a set or the over. You said a tiebreaker. I wouldn't be surprised to see two. From what we've seen, both of them have been serving extremely well for the last couple of rounds. And Kyrgios is a top four server on the entire tour. Of course, when you're competing with Isner and Opelka, that's basically cheating. But Kyrgios, I do think, is definitely a top four server on the tour. Yeah, McEnroe last week called him the best server of all time. I I was shook by it, but he kind of explained it, where he's able to place him and the pace he's able to serve at. I was like, you know what? I I don't hate it. I don't, he's not as big as Isner. If we're ignoring the serve bots, I would still put Federer above him. I think Federer is the argument there. I love it. Not now, of course, because Federer isn't able to play, but I do think you can make an argument, Kyrgios being an elite level server. That's not a question. It's just a matter of where you want to put him. So I do think Djokovic can hold enough. Kyrgios should as well. As a result, I see each player holding serve six times in a row at at least one point in this match. So I'm looking for at least one tiebreaker. I like the over. Yeah, and, the, and that conversation of servers, you got to take the Giants out of the equation. You got to yeah. take Isner, Opelka, Karlovich. Karlovich, the... I mean, he's not the same as he used to be, but still. <laughs> hey, uh, Maxime, Maxime Cressy just entered the chat. I mean, he's been throwing bombs for like over a year now, and yeah. I think he's entered, entered that uh, conversation. The, the, the double faults also take him out of the conversation absolutely absolutely but either way uh now it's going to be a fun part of the show we're going to get into our lock and dog segment but before we do that we're going to take another quick word from our sponsor SGPN also just relaunched its merch store. Tons of awesome gear from your favorite SGPN shows. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We're also brought to you by Dave. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives where we were a little bit tight on cash. Maybe you can only afford to put a few gallons of gas in your tank, or maybe you got another save the date and you're wondering how you're going to afford a gift. That is where Dave can help you. Dave is the banking app that can help you get a up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDI. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private information to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means all your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. 
IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed, on computers, tablets, phones, even fire stick devices while streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. Plus, IP Vanish has a great deal in place. It's offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months absolutely free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Now it's the fun part of the show, everyone's favorite part, where you get to ignore us, actually rant, and focus on what we're betting. So Stone, since you're the guest, I'm going to start with you. What is your lock for the show? I'm going to go Novak Djokovic minus four games. It's a little juiced. It's sitting right under minus 150 at minus 145. But we've talked about tie breaks with these two, and I can most definitely see it going to a tie break, maybe even early on. But the only way I see Kyrgios getting a set here is if they, he does creep into a tie break and steals a couple of mini and gets the crowd going and steals that first or second set. And if it is 7-6, Novak Djokovic is going to clear that spread out in that second with a 6-2, take it by storm. And if he gets rid of him in four, that minus four is going to coast. So I think because there's a threat of a few tie breaks happening, even if they go Kyrgios' way, Novak is not – I don't think he wins any of these by set, sets by a tie break. So a couple of breaks are going to go in there, and that spread's going to fluctuate right where we want it to. I could see him getting this in six or seven games. If he, it, it, I don't know. I'll go Novak Djokovic minus four games at minus 145. Also worth mentioning that when Kyrgios goes down an early break, he's not afraid to go down a couple of breaks because he's going to punt sets. Bingo, 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 bingo. So, yeah, definitely makes sense there. And what about your dog? I might have spoiled it before. You can now do the grand reveal if you want to. What is going to be your dog pick for the show? Yeah, so my uh, ultimate dog pick was going to be staking low on either side of the WTA final, taking Anjo Burr at plus 330 to win in three sets, or even taking Rybakina to win in three at plus 400. I think at this point, it's pick your poison. Rybakina has been serving at a 73% first serve win percentage the entire tournament, the entire two weeks. That on the WTA is so unheard of. Yeah. She's executing getting points done early in the rally. And if she wants to squeak out 6-4 in that third, you're cashing a plus 400. So I don't see it going wrong either way, taking the women to go three, pick a side, major plus money. Well, I'm going to say you could also just take the whole match to go three at like plus 140 if you want that to be your dog. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I, I, I see him trading. I, we talked about it being a war, but I, I think they're playing at such a high level that they can trade a 6-2, 6-3. We can go mm-hmm. three, we can coast and do this very easily. So just to ask, your dog is going to be on Jabor to win in three, or you're just going with the match to go three? I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting you, you know, on the spot right now. Okay, okay. I'll go on Jabor to get it done in three at plus 330. Let's go the higher ju- – let's go. Let's go high. I like it. Go big or go home. Nice. Right. Now, Sam, what about you? 
What's your lock pick uh, for the show? Well, I'll start with the dogs just because I'll be bouncing off. Wow, uh, being contrarian. Okay, here. cool. Yeah, you start with the dog. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I have to because I'm bouncing off the same ideas here. I think the three sets exactly in the WTA final here is the way to go. Uh, a big plus money. I'm going to go the other side through Ibukina so I get the plus 400 in there, but I don't see a point of going with the over two and a half sets at that plus 140. Uh, you could pick a side here and get plus 330, plus 400. So that's that's my dog for the uh, for the finals. Okay, so we're, there's, a, there's a bit of fighting words there with our guests because one, only one of you are going to come out. <laughs> no, no, words. no, no disrespect. Okay, but, no, uh, I, I respect you trying to save yourself. We'll let the money do the talking. I love it. But, I love it. We'll let the money do the talking, most definitely. <laughs> but Sam, what about your lock? Uh, my lock in is going to be that both players win a set in the final. I think the way that Djokovic has been playing now, he's going to hit that next level gear. He always does. But I think Kyrgios is going to sneak out a set in this one, whether it be a tiebreaker, gets some breaks in the set like, um, like Nori did today. I think both of them are going to win a set. But I would like to say that I, I love the finals. The, the moments of just waking up in the morning – Bright and early to watch these matches it brings tears to my eyes. Just getting excited to watch the French Open at what is it, five a.m. Usually, yes. yeah, the Australian or, or one's it, arguably the Australian. worst. That, that's like six a.m. and it's like the it, it's so rough in the middle of January. It's so February. beautiful though, but Sam, it's so great. Sam, that was going to be my send off. Those are going to be some of my closing words. Uh -huh. I said it earlier. If you don't watch tennis, please tune into this weekend. We have got such a treat. I'm so glad Nadal did this so we could get a Joker <laughs> Kyrgios final. And I'm so sick and tired of Nadal doing what he's doing and pulling the stunts he is right now. But both of these matches are going to be packed to the brim. Kate Middleton and the squad, David Beckham's going to be chilling out there. Like, this is must-see TV, even if you don't like the sport. I literally can't wait. And by the way, I, Sam, I just couldn't to, agree more. Sam, just to put a number on it, both players to win a set is minus 130. So that's going to be your lock oh, there. Yeah. I actually really like the value on that. I think that should be closer to like minus 160. But starting off with my lock, I'm going to take it safe. I'm going to go with the over in the women's match. I got the over 21 and a half at around minus 120. I think that based on what we've seen in the head-to-heads, you've had two matches go three. One was at a retirement. But you might get a 7-6 or a 7-5 in one set, and then at that point you're basically home free. And if it goes three, you basically automatically cash it. So my lock's going to be the over. 21 and a half between Jabor and Rybakina. And for my dog, it might not make, uh, I mean, it might make one of you happy because I know that Sam has both players to win a set. I'm going to take Kyrgios to win the first set at plus 195. I think it's a great price. From what we've seen from Djokovic in the last couple of rounds and even the U.S. Open last year when he was dropping the first set every single time against Brooksby and that type of company, <laughs> I do think that Kyrgios can get off to a good start. We know that Kyrgios had the shoulder issue against Nakashima. Didn't really bother him much against Green, And he had the extra time off. So I do think he should be in pretty solid peak form, at least early on. But Djokovic has gone off to slow starts against Sinner and against Nori, especially against Nori, where he got broken about three times in the first set. So I do think if you're going to be getting plus 195 on a great server, who should have a lot of energy because he had a walkthrough in the semis, and Djokovic has struggled, in the first set, I do think plus 195 has a lot of value there for Kyrgios set one. You guys have any thoughts on that? I don't yeah, hate I mean, it. I... Go ahead. I don't hate it. 
I hope we can all cash, and I hope Kyrgios serves his way into his 7-6 and, and, and pisses Djokovic off, and we can get out of there in four. So I'm rooting for you because I think uh, if he does steal the first, it pans out the way we want it to. Yeah, Sam, what about you? Does it concern right. you at all, or does it make, or do you think that Djokovic is going to, A, wake up with the final knowing he can't really afford to punt the first set, or it's been so successful for him that you might just see a similar story? I don't know what you're talking about. Of course, he could afford to punt the first set of Kyrgios all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's no problem. He's oh, he's zero and two but, in the head to head. You know, I'm just no, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, two out of the three. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's a yeah. You look back at that U.S. Open where he dropped the first set. It was almost routine for him. I think he like at a point thought if I don't drop the first set, I might lose the match. Actually, you know what? He did lose that tournament. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the plus one ninety five there uh, for Kyrgios to win the first set. I, I mean, I think it's good value just yep. because of what's going on in the past two matches. I think it should be closer to plus 140, plus 130, but plus 195, I, I can't really say no to that, especially with Kyrgios being potentially amped up and Djokovic usually taking maybe half an hour to fully find his footing. But besides that, that's going to do it for this episode. Stone, before we wrap up, let the people know where they can find you. So I'm on Twitter at Labanowitz Stone and on Instagram at Stone Labanowitz with two Zs. I am a co-host and I produce Ken Levick Live. Our podcast is popping and my host is the man. Catch us weekdays from 12 to 2 on the ESPN app or just tell your smart speaker. Say, hey, play ESPN 106.3. That's where you'll hear this very, very annoying voice. And thank you for stopping by as our first guest in the podcast history. Thank you very much for stopping by. Sam, what about you? You have any social media yet or no? You'll find me right here on this podcast. Okay, That's good talk. Great. Yeah, so thank, <laughs> thank you for stopping by. Great talk. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Rice Show Radio, R-E-I-C-H-O Radio. Besides that, still doing my appearances on the NBA Gambling Podcast, potentially the MLB Podcast for the upcoming week. We'll see there. WNBA Podcast as well. But looking forward to it. Should be two great matches, and we'll catch you all after the tournament. I, got one, th- I got one last oh. thing to say. Yep, Sam, what's up? Here's, here's, here's my uh, justification on why I'm going Rabikina. Today, three Tunisian tennis umpires have been banned for match-fixing. They're cracking down on the Tunisians. So. Really? So you think that it's no, a I'm just kidding. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, joking. I'm, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I can't. I cannot wait for Kate Middleton and the British royalty, if they have to, to hand this trophy over to Rabikina, the Russian. I mean, it's going to be the most comical and most hypocritical thing, just the same exact stuff that's going on with the Live and PGA Tour. For that reason, I hope it goes right, Bikina, but uh, let's get <sighs> spicy, Sam. I respect it. Sam, you have anything uh, you want to add to that? No, that's how I'd like to leave it off. I love it. All that. right, cool. Sounds good. We'll catch you all in a couple of days after the tournament, and good luck to all of you and your bets. Bye. Bye.